Welcome to Highway Diary. I'm your host, Eric Hollibach, with my main man, Kyle Smith. What's up, man? Man, we met in 2014 in New Orleans. This is episode 353 of oh, Highway Diary. 353. All right. How many times have you been on now? Is this, this is probably like five? Five? Three? Five. How many times? I don't know. Shit, I don't know. I guess this the is the grip. third time I'm going all right, we're going to play a little game called Choices. you got to raise one, marry one, sell one, or be one. All right? You got to raise one, marry one, yeah. sell one, yeah. and you be one. Yeah, I got to be one. Okay, a cage fighter, okay. a lawyer, a soccer coach, a monsieur. <laughs> okay, you got to raise one, marry one, sell one, be one. All right, I'm marrying a monsieur. Uh, Good call. Right. And uh, I'm raising the cage fighter. Uh, I'm going to be a lawyer. And what was the other one? You're going to sell the soccer coach? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do nothing with you. Yeah. Who the fuck wants to play soccer? <laughs> that, that kid is a cage fighter. What the fuck are we going to do with this soccer coach? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sell that nigga to the highest bidder. Here you go. All right, so that was the one gimme. I mean, everyone's who's not gonna marry the masseur? Yeah, every morning you get a full massage. Oh yeah, my God. I don't even need that. You know, you just stay in the lower area. Just that's all. Yeah, yeah. And it's, those hands are golden, magic. And then you're like, listen, cage fighter kid, this contract's b- baloney. <laughs> Raise one, marry one, sell one, be one. India, China, Brazil, Japan. <laughs> I uh, I'm a be Brazil. Uh, you got B Brazil. Yeah. And uh I'm selling careful. <laughs> <laughs> I know which one I'd sell. <laughs> I'm selling China and I'm raising uh I'm uh, yeah, I'm raising India and You're marrying Japan? Yeah, I'm married Japan. All right, yeah, you be in Brazil, you marry Japan, yeah. sell China, you know, raise India? Yeah. Okay. Black mixed babies, black Japanese babies. Oh, that's an adorable baby. Yeah. Man, we we uh, watched a Bollywood movie that was tripping me out. What was that movie called? RRR. RRR. Yeah. So, oh, man, if you want to get into it, it's three hours and five minutes long, okay? But, oh, boy, it'll capture your attention. It's like but, live but, action anime. But with... This crazy storyline of two best crazy friends. Crazy storyline. And best friends, like, uh, y'all touch each other's buttholes. I yeah, it was, like, from really time time, homoerotic like, dancing. <laughs> they really were, like, just, friends. like, lifting each other, like, working out. Like The best wingman boss. movie ever. Yeah, like, yeah. You think, you think Top, Gun, Top Gun is a wingman movie? Ah, you ain't seen RRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRR
Uh, and I'm gonna raise I'm gonna raise the sea turtles because sea turtles I don't know if they're still endangered or not, but yeah, it's it's always good to help out the sea turtles. And, and yeah, you're gonna marry two flamingos. Fuck yeah, <laughs> you're gonna Hell be a giraffe yeah. with two flamingo. Hell wives. yeah, man, that's that's gonna be a good Pixar movie right there. <laughs> <laughs> this giraffe and his two flamingo flamingo bitches. And then you're gonna make them jealous. One's like gonna off. be pink and one's gonna be white. So <laughs> I'll feed them differently. One one ingests my semen. And the other one just eats shrimp. Yeah, so. and you're like my pre in a previous timeline. I I was with a monsieur, you know. So you gotta step up your <laughs> flamingo game. You gotta step it up. Yeah, you get them hands out here. I need to see them fingers. Raise one, marry one, sell one, or be one. Pizza, Manchu chicken, pineapples, ice cream. Okay, well I'm selling the Manchu because that's gonna make me all the money. Uh, I'm mm. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna raise the pineapples. Cause that's good for your semen, uh, and I'm a B. What? Pizza and ice cream. I'm a B pizza and Mary ice and cream. Mary ice cream. <laughs> 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 All right, you gotta raise one, marry one, sell one, be one. Let's take it down to earth right now. The okay. other ones are kind of like little haiku poems or whatever. Sure. This is real. Sure. A music teacher. Mm-hmm. A librarian. Mm-hmm. An auto mechanic, a postal worker. Well, okay, I'm going to be a music teacher. Uh, I'm going to raise an auto mechanic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to sell the librarian because I don't read. Uh, and and then I'm going to marry, what is that? The, the postal, postal worker? Ah, oh, yeah. Marry the postal yeah, worker. Yeah, they got good legs, man. You ever seen a postal worker's legs? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah they, they, they're pretty hot. They're pretty hot. Pretty sexy postal worker. Man, a postal worker and a music teacher. I know. I I lived in a zip code one time. And I had a sexy ass postal mm-hmm. worker, and just like the uniform and mm-hmm. like the efficiency and yeah. like the you know. All right, you gotta raise one, marry one, sell one, be one. Dry skin, <laughs> bad breath, earwax, poo. <laughs> Dry skin. Okay. All right, raise uh. one, marry one, sell one, be one. Dry skin, bad yeah. breath, earwax, and poo. Well, I'm a, I'm a raise, I'm a raise the dry skin. I'm a be the earwax. I'm a sell the poo. And marry bad breath. And marry bad breath. <laughs> <laughs> you always get that. At least morning. that's like a yeah. You're always, you can't be kissing. <laughs> Can't be kissing. I don't mind. Uh, you, why we wake up with mints on our pillows? So. Yeah, it's just gonna be that permanent bad breath that you marry. All right, raise one, marry one, sell one, be one. Water, fire, earth, air. <laughs> what's your What's your vibe? Are you more uh, water, fire? Like which one are you gonna be uh, first? Well, I am a Pisces, so I'm a be. I'm a be water. Uh, I'm a raise fire, and so we make a lot of steam. Uh, I'm a sell air, and and I'm a marry earth. Yeah, down to earth lady, salt yeah, to the yeah, earth, yeah, kind yeah, of lady. Earth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's 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 perfect right there. <laughs> yes, sir. Earth and water. Yeah. Hey, you make mud together. You gotta raise one, marry one, sell one, be one. Joey Diaz, one. Bobby Lee, Tom Segura, Theo Vaughn. Uh, I'm gonna be Joey Diaz. I'm gonna sell Theo Vaughn. Uh, I'm a married Bobby Lee, and uh, what? Where, where am I? 
Um, so you got to be Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz. I'm a you got to raise Theo Tom Segura. I'm going to raise Tom Segura. You're selling Theo. You're selling Theo. You're marrying Bobby you're Lee. You're marrying Bobby Lee. Yeah, these are fun. I All like right. these. Raise one, marry one, sell one, be one. Okay. Carlos Mencia. I mean, oh. Ned. A hospice worker. <laughs> he said, I mean, you ain't. <laughs> a hospice. A flamingo. Two Pomeranians. <laughs> Okay, I'm selling Carlos. Man- I mean Ned. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Carlos Mencia is uh, is sold immediately. Just get him off the yeah, off yeah, the lot. We don't want him at all. I don't need that trouble. Uh, and I'm gonna raise uh, the Pomeranians. Uh, I'm gonna marry the two flamingos again. One uh, flamingo one this time. Flamingo two palm. Yeah. Oh, I'm selling the two palms. I'm marrying the one flamingo, and I'm gonna be a hospice worker. Well, you've already sold Carlos Mencia. Sold Carlos Again, Mencia. it's a hospice worker, a flamingo, two Pomeranians, Carlos Mencia. So I'm going to be the hospice worker. Okay. Yeah. Because at least you're a human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are you marrying I'm or marrying raising the, I'm marrying the flamingo? The flamingo. Marry the flamingo. And I'm raising the two palms. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Speaking of all this, mm-hmm. marriage talk. Yeah. You were just married. You had one ceremony in Houston. Yeah. One ceremony in New Orleans. I just, you know, met your wife for the first time face to face. She seems like a sweet lady. Yes, yes. You guys have like a little interesting, like she like whispers to you. You have like a secret <laughs> language. I don't know. <laughs> um, speaking we fit, of, we complete each other. We talked about marrying a monsieur. Like, do you guys give each other massages? You know, uh, from time to time when her back hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Her, she, da- her hands are, are, are a little dainty, so you know, she'll sometimes rub my shoulder, <laughs> but that's about it. Nothing too major. She can't walk on your back. Uh, I've, yeah, yeah, she can, but, uh, you know, not much happens. She's a little lightweight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. I tried to get this out of you last night on the sly. Oh, yeah? And you said, eh, it doesn't even happen. But then you were like, eh, you know, you haven't had, like, a big argument. Like, let me just oh, give yeah. you an example. I, like, I used to, I lived with this girl in underground, and, uh, I was like, I would buy ham. And she's like, I only eat Trader Joe's ham. I go, yeah, but we live next to a Gristidis. I'm going to get hand from here. <clears throat> I got to take five trains to get to fucking Trader Joe's. Are you crazy? Uh-huh. So then I like had a blindfold and yeah. I blindfolded her uh-huh. and I put like 50 hams in front of her. Like yeah. 50? Not 50, a like maybe bit. four. And okay. she was like Jesus, 100% accurate. She goes, that's Trader Joe's. That's Honey Baked from Gristidis. Get that out of here. Oh. That's this. And I was like, damn. Wow. And then I, and then we did it with olive oil, too. Yeah. I put, like, Trader Joe's olive oil down and then, like, generic bullshit olive oil. I gave her, like, bread, and she went Trader Joe's. And I was like, fuck. I was, cause I, my, I was convinced. Really you can't tell the Trader difference. Joe's. Like, you can't tell the difference. Uh, and she's like, yes, I can. I was like, we're putting science on your words now. Okay. 100% accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was cut in. <laughs> my taste buds aren't that refined, you know? Have you had arguments like this about food, <clears throat> about, you know, no. What do you guys fuss about? We we don't really fuss. There's nothing really to fuss about. Dumb shit's been happening, but that's about it. You know, and she'll get mad at she'll get mad at little dumb shit. Like situations that happen yeah. in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, what? Like exes coming back around. You know, driving four hours from New Orleans to come do dumb shit to your house. Shit like that. You know, exes are yeah. coming from New Orleans. Yeah, they're driving here. Yeah, they know the address. Yeah, your exes. Yeah. <laughs> Look at your face. You know, dumb shit like that. Can what, they leave like, you like notes? Yeah, they did. What? Yeah, there's, like a note, the, there's notes up there. There's they like write a note? Pages. 
It's like six pages of the same thing. Do they <laughs> sign it in pussy juice? Nah, they Remember just typed this? it out. <laughs> they typed People it out. in their feelings. Yeah, it's Dis- terrible. Disgusting. It is terrible. All right. Before you proposed, uh huh. What was the moment you knew you were going to? Like you were date just dating at first. My birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, it was something that she really wanted, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm down with it too. So she's like, but you got to do it before my nails get bad because if my nails go bad i can't take a picture with the ring on and uh you know there's no stunting on the instagram with fucking terrible nails and you know a nice ring so she was like you need to hurry the fuck up and you know i had it planned already i already bought the ring it was it's basically she likes uh opal and gold uh she's very antique driven um everything that she do everything that she does is normally vintage and she loves vintage things. Yes, I've noticed about yeah. her glasses are like very like from yeah, 1925, like like uh-huh. prohibition era yeah. aesthetic that it's she has. A, and so uh, basically it's an opal diamond ring that it's only one of. Can we read this note from your ex? All right, I'm sorry. The, uh, yeah, you can if you'd like. I have it over there. You want to yeah. grab it? <laughs> Where is it? It's over there. Look, it's uh, look on the counter right there. The white paper. He's getting this note that my ex left on a triceratops in front of my house. <sighs> it is. Uh, I can't just leave this quite prep ridiculous. sheet around. I prep for the podcast, and then I, 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 I don't understand. I got this to talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, Interesting. So Klaus Schwab just showed up. Oh shit! And so uh, Klaus. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I will make readings of this. Um, you know, human emotions are very confusing for <laughs> yes, me. Sir. Yes, I sir. was received severe beatings growing up uh-huh. in the sex dungeon yeah. and uh, the MK Ultra programmings. Oh. And so when people have like human emotions, it's like makes my stomach upset. I feel you. Um, dear. <laughs> Dear dying flower, oh, this smells like vagina juice. <laughs> you can't claim to be an activist for the black community when you eat from a place that is funded by white privilegings. <laughs> Who doesn't eat from white privilegings? That's hypocrisy because you directly benefited from white privilege because you your adopted familia <laughs> and yet down talk them like a brat. Which explains why your social media persona is nothing but a costume, a caricatures of your a struggling woman because she is visually blackings. Modern day blackface with the already blackface for your white social media crowds to benefit from. Just knows that your failure is not because of the people around you, like your husband, friends, and white family, but because you are lazy and selfish. <laughs> I dare you to try to be an actual black womanings and carry your fucking weightings. Thank you for sharing. It was a nice treat. Sorry that... He now downgraded to the corner store meat. 
Now, corner store meat is pretty good for you if you are from the hood, but trust me over here, my A1 is all good. <laughs> Have you ever tasted plaque truffle butter marinating into a bison steak? Or how a 40-day-aged prime cut with no mistakes paired with a mashing Merlot to wash down my delicate taste? How do my juices taste after he ate and ate and ate off my plate? See you come close to me. I'm some meal that takes such time which explains why my rhymes are straight heat. Girl, how can I be mad looking at you when I'm looking at a straight grandma clown? I promise I can turn that frown upside downings. <laughs> Klaus, get out of here. That was oh creepy. God. That was creepy. Thank you, Klaus. Goodbye uh, for now. I love to be read to. <laughs> Uh, um, can is, you explain some of this? Like, yeah. what white family? So, who? well, okay. So, my uh, wife, she is adopted. Okay. And she she's been adopted since she was two, and she's been adopted into a white family. Okay. And, like her parents are white, and sure. Uh, uh, like I said, you know, my wife's very eccentric, so you know everything is vintage, but she loves colors as you can see around here rainbow and shit as you yeah, yeah. as you notice from the wedding pictures uh the first wedding was uh cotton candy and uh yeah it was it was cotton candy theme and the second wedding was pastel rainbows so you know and, and her also, hair is her all hair is rainbow rainbow color right and you know so uh old clothing and hair rainbow grandma clown uh you gotta get where she's getting that and then you know eating off my plate uh I guess you can kind of funded by. So is this uh, a female who wrote this? Yes, that is that is. A oh, ex okay. That wrote that. Okay, I see. An so ex, an uh, the, uh, girlfriend. Sure. Know, so the plot thickens. So so she she <laughs> is a hypocrite because Apparently. she doesn't love this lady anymore. Yeah. Who's clearly disturbed. Yes. And she uh, she fed her. Uh, a bison steak and a prime cut. No, no, that, that that's basically uh, just personifying pussy. Oh, yeah, yeah. So a truffle like, butter marinating into a bison steak. Yeah, She's not yeah. going. Don't you miss her my cooking? Her, no. Okay. No, no, basically, don't you miss eating this pussy <laughs> now? Oh, now so you're a hypocrite. Oh, man. It's like, why are you pushing the buttons? Like, she's marrying a black guy, and she's still got to pay for the white privilege bullshit? Yeah, but the whole like, if she the was, if she left you, for, if she left that girl for a white guy, I could see more like, oh, you're just trying to chase the white daddy type of shit. You yeah. see what I'm saying? She came down, but uh, we had second lines for our... Uh, for our second wedding down in New Orleans and everything, yeah. you know, she's not from New Orleans, so she's like, "Oh, you're appropriating his culture and everything," and it's like a second line. It's a second line. Anybody can have a second line. Plus, it was the hotel's idea anyway. They paid for the second line, so it was like, "Hey, what the fuck does it matter?" But you know, okay, so you booked so many hotel rooms that the hotel kind of helped you get a second line going for the wedding. Well, that, that's what they do. They, yeah, they, yeah. Uh, and New Orleans, anyone who out. gets fucking married when you're like, "I'm here to get yeah, married," New Orleans like, kind of You pops want a out. second line immediately? They're just like, "We can get you a second line." And the brass band comes. Yeah, yeah. And it's amazing. It's fucking good time. So, 
you know. Uh, yeah. Better bitches. Golly. All oh, these better bitches. These better bitches. I'd like to say. Better bitches. I wanted to uh, learn a bass and then play that song. And just. But I don't know. Taste it back, here. truffle butter <laughs> marinating into bitter bitches. <laughs> it's crazy that uh, you get angry at somebody and write them a letter and then write them a poem and then send six pages of the same thing. This was they had copies in case anyone missed. This it. is the copies. I no, mean, no, no, no. There, there was there's six more of these. The six same, the same the one. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, God, since my uh, wife is so artistic, she actually cut one of these up and then put it on. A uh, a poster board and then painted on the poster board like daisies and delilahs and all that mm-hmm. and and uh, and dahlias and such mm-hmm. you know, s- hence the flower and uh, then she wrote in um, glow in the dark uh, paint uh, hater bitches <laughs> on the top. So <laughs> you got to make an art from your yeah, suffering. Yeah, 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 Otherwise, exactly. what's the point? <laughs> you got to ground it in in stencil bitches drawings. Be hating, you know. Yeah, it's like wow. Um, so so it was your birthday. Yes. And she just said, hey, uh, look, I just got my nails done for your birthday. But if you don't put a ring on it, it's going to look all shitty for social media. Yeah, and you yeah, were like, yeah. bet. Gotcha. Right. <laughs> and boom, surprise. And I gave her a ring pop. But because <laughs> <laughs> that's it what was, you had on you. Uh, well, it was a, a ring pop ring carrying case. And so it had the ring, the actual ring inside of it. Yeah. And. Oh, yeah, she thought you Rochambeau'd her. Yeah, yeah. And then she opened it. Everybody thought I Rochambeau'd her. I was like, what the fuck, Kyle? I was like, man, the bass glows in the dark. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's romantic. Come on. Yeah, I got to be And silly. it's a meal, a yeah. ring pop. Yeah, yeah, well, not this one. This one was out. <laughs> this one was made with a 3D printer. So, uh, But, you know, 3D printing is amazing. Uh, if anybody wants to hop on a registrar, uh, we have a 3D printer on there that We'd oh. like for other people oh, to buy us. Oh, I got to put that in the show notes. Your yeah. registrar is that from an Amazon link or? Yeah, I think it. I think it, it's an Etsy link. Cool. Um, how long? But how long were you dating before uh, that birthday situation this, came? Oh, up? a pandemic. This is a pandemic. Uh, so like love April twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. So about a year and a uh, year and a half, two years now. Great. Years, yeah. I approve. From what I've seen so far, mm-hmm. I approve. It just clicks, you know. Yeah, it, no, when, you when got you a little something, it. and you have this like whole like art side with your poetry and everything. Yeah. And she's got this like tremendous visual artist kind yeah. of thing going she's on. She's an activist. She goes out like during the uh, the riots and every. I mean, during the uh, the protests and all that. You can't claim to be an activist <laughs> for the black community yeah. when you eat from a place that is funded by white privileges. <laughs> she's a what? <laughs> Klaus, yeah, I told you, get <laughs> out of here, Klaus Schwab Jr. She definitely, you def, she's definitely got like footage of her on, on a megaphone in front of a whole bunch of people just yelling. And it's like, go ahead, girl. <laughs> she's so small, but she carries a large voice. It's, it's something else. You know, and ever since ever since we've met, we've never been separated. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cool. She's she's always been around. So that 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 packs like three years into like one, right? There. How how long were you dating before she moved in? She lives here now, right? Oh, you know, it was the way it started is that uh, I I she had her own place, and so I would just go over there, and then you know I'd spend most of my time over there, and then she'd usually come by me because I had my own apartment, 
and then it just you know went from boop 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 mm-hmm. boop bouncing back and forth to her moving out and then you might as well just stay with me and then now this happens got a house and you know yeah I'm married. um all right <laughs> so i love that you came prepared for all of this this is this is amazing and then this is just icing on a cake. Modern day blackface <laughs> was already blackface for your white social media crowds to make benefits from. <laughs> so good, dude. I've done this before. Like, man, I've sent a letter after oh a breakup, God. and Speaking. it's like handwritten, just like with the signature um, of like this. These are all my thoughts about how my heart's I, broken. I would like right to now. congratulate Klaus on his. Um, on his uh, his speakings in front of the oh, <laughs> all right, Klaus, get back in here. He's got some questions for you. Hey, yeah, yo, come, come. Oh, when I spoke to the peasants out the city hall of Alston. Yeah, 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 yeah. How, how, so, how long did you have to wait in line before you got up there? And uh, was there any backlash? Were there any like cut eyes? I, I saw the stenographer on the side. She, 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 at, at, she cracked. She cracked. I watched the entire thing. She, you you made her, you made her fucking crack. Like at at one point she was like, "What is happening?" And then at another point she was like, "I can't. I just, <laughs> I just can't." And and how do the peasants feel as you as you come and like pro- profoundly like introduce that information to them because it is some I I, well, I didn't know that yes well it is good karma for me if I say to you Carl Smith I will make uh, sleepings with your wife I uh-huh. will tell you this and then when I make this it is up to you to stop me so when I tell the peasants very soon I will own everything and you will own nothing this is the fourth ri- uh, the fourth great revolution the fourth industrial revolution for you um, and it will, ca- and there is nothing you could do to stop it. That is a wink because if you do not stop it, then you are giving me consent to take this over. Oh, that's I had I had no idea. Yeah. So is this is this like to make like a, a a better a better human race, or is this just to populate with a whole bunch of clouses because you're you're fixated uh, on nostalgia about basically just yourself. Well, um, I think that uh, what has happened is uh, we are losing control of the uh, narratives mm. on so we are going bankrupt. So then we just look at the collateral of every human on the planet mm. as um, collateral for you. Mm-hmm. And then we bundle their debts with us to fudge the number. And then we go to the Ukraine for the horse on the crack with Hunter. And then when we come back to the office, we were like, yes, we should own everybody. Oh. And then what, what, what did you accomplish after owning everybody? So we buy low and then sell high to the Draco reptilians. You buy Earth low and sell high. And reptilians. Well, if like we scaly skin reptilians? Like how? Are we metaphorically speaking of reptilians? Well, um, I was in a lizard sanctuary in a zoo in Cleveland yesterday making visitings of America. And it was like family reunion. Ah. 
So do they do they stand do they stand in the underworld if the earth is flat and we go on the unside and we go to China do we go upside down does the blood rush to our head or like what happens to the reptilians then Well we made lots of propaganda about the flat earth we have, we have like little we bundle good information with bad ones and we feed it like little poo poo sandwiches to people oh. oh there's a tomato and baking sticking out of the sandwich oh it looks good oh why is there's a shiza in the middle <laughs> And that is what we do with the flat earth propaganda. But um, you know, really it's more of a hollow earth. And we have underground bunkers where we do human cloning experimentations. And King Kong is down there, right? Um, no, he's more of like a Draco reptilian, like a seven foot tall lizards. So say. Godzilla instead of King. Yeah. yeah. I, see, so are, but are Sasquatch the, is real. He came down there one time. He fell. He there was one uh, Sasquatch and the in the Alaska time, mm. when he fell into um, a hole in the ground, and he go underground accidentally, and then uh, a Sasquatch did fight a lizard, and so then we made that for the, the movie films. The Land of the Lost is the movie film you talk. Ah, uh, so that's based on true story. Well, sometimes something just happens in the underground bunker, and then we go, oh, give this to Hollywood. And then we put a little, like, lettuce and tomato sticking out of the movie, and then you take two bites of it and it's filled with shiza i'll fall for that i appreciate the shiza. so it's like oh yes people think that's a part that is not true is the monkey fought the lizard that's the only thing that is true in the movie <laughs> no that happens i watch this i watch yeah hi has with me we're just like little babies and we were watching in the bunker as a monkey fights a lizard Oh, oh, that's yeah. good. That's yeah, amazing. Different strategies. Um, yeah, so anything else? I also made speakings of the uh, mRNA jabs. You see, it used to be that you could not, a farmer could not own the tomato patent. Agriculture makes aggregations mm. of what God has created. Agriculture, you make aggregations. So you cannot own the tomato. But then we say, what if we bribe the judges and kill them and bribe them and kill them when we give them a suit like made of bacon and we kick them in the ocean when they say, no, I will not do this. And then when we get the compromise judging, they say, okay, you can make the tomato genetically modified. And as soon as we got that lawsuit, we start to change the DNA of the peasants so that legally we can own them with the corporation. What happens when the DNA changes? Do they become zombified? They became slightly different, more obedient for us. Oh, so this is basically like trying to train the brain through tomatoes, through genetically modified tomatoes that y'all are making. I like a good tomato. Now, if you're going to fucking make a tomato extra red or some shit like that, or make it extra juicy and make it taste like pussy, you got me. You got me. You can control my brain after that if that's exactly what you want to do. How do my juices taste after he ate and ate off my plantings? Good juices from good tomatoes. It was more of an analogy of the ownership, the legal ownership. Are you we, ejecting inside a tomato, like with needle, or are you you modify no, from the dirt? We modify from the seedlings, mm. and but when you have adult already adult, then we define this technology to go into the mRNA to to, to replace things. Oh, you quit uh, the postal job after three weeks, after four months of trainings, change your Oh, now go back to workings. Now go back to postal job. Yeah, oh, that's oh, it. oh I'm, 
I want to be a sexy postal worker. Well, who's watching this? Who's watching to be able to know that this person needs to be changed? Like, oh, he doesn't want to do his job anymore. Are we watching it? That's like a God complex. Are we watching everybody? Yes, I am. I go by this pronoun. I go by the pronoun of God, deity, uh, ruler. Kratos. Your excellency. Uh, I go by these are my pronouns. Ah. You have a very Kratos face, though. Like I thought, every, when you came up there with the with the garb and all, in in the medals and the sash, mm. uh, I was like, this guy here, if he did a few more curls, he could definitely be Kratos. I he did. Could, uh, I got this badge for doing something very naughty, <laughs> and I got this badge for killing everybody and covering it up, <laughs> and I got this badge for doing something very, very naughty. And I got this badge for killing everybody, covering it up, turning the village into nuclear glass. And so this is how you go up in the Illuminatis. Ah, yeah, that's good. What is your process of killing? Like, is it secretively, like, kind of like a James Bond, uh, uh, fucking hitman type situation to where, like, they don't know that you did it? Or is it very brutal and very, like, guts and blood everywhere? Kind of like a escape plan or... Subversion, coercion. Sometimes you kidnap one of them. And you raise them to know the German language, and then you make infiltrations of the, just to like poison their reservoir. So put put dumb shit in their water, basically, mm. like the brain eating amoebas. Exactly. Yes. Oh. You you make subversions, but first slide out. F- first, you like learn about them, and then, for example, you make psychological like you look, get their trust. And when they betray you, you send them a letter that says, "Modern day blackface was already blackface for your white social media crowds to benefit from." So you reduce their self esteem for betraying you, and you send them a creepy letter in the mail. <laughs> Subversion, soor- coercion. Okay, I see it. Like when you when you put it, when you put it so blatantly right there in my face. I I can I can understand the lettering in. Yes, and now we have like the Alexa in everyone's house, so they learn how you make speakings, and then like we can kill your grandma and have grandma call with the AI robot Alexa. Pause if you do that. Oh, hello, I'm Granny. Oh, come outside, and then we run them over with the car. Who's gonna cook the good beans if you're just killing grandmas, though? Well, she was getting expensive at the (laughs) welfare hospital. Yeah, it's. We told her, okay, well, you can stay here this week, but you have to sew this quilt by hand. And she's like, I have arthritis. And we go, okay, well, we will make murder of you, drain your account, and then uh, call your family with the Alexa so that they walk in the street to be run over by the Klaus Schwab Jr. family. Oh, and that's how you get everybody. Well, that's uh, that was one case that I remember from uh, a long time ago, four uh, days ago. And is that something naughty? Or is that... I just oversee other degree earnings, you know. Justin Trudeau, for example, he threw his brother off uh, a cliff hiking and then he became prime minister. He's a young global leader. We make penetrations of the cabinets. Like cabinets in the kitchen? No, like uh, when Trudeau, the young global leader, he take over the Canada Times... Then we know that over half of his cabinets are for our benefits, the young global leaders. 
when I close my cabinets, the hinges, I got the hinges to where they, they don't slam. They close quietly. So every time you, you push it and then it slowly just closes. Have you ever seen that? Yes. Uh, but uh, it is better to not make a lot of noise about this. But my father has said that he owns Canada in the public. Oh. So he made a lot of noise with his cabinet squeakings. It's amazing. I'm going to WD help that. WD-40. I just want to dig back in Seville. Sorry he has downgraded to corner store meat. <laughs> this is amazing. Okay. Um, any more Fraga for you? Oh, Do man, you that is all, Klaus. Thank you, dude. I have a UFO. It's just landed now. Oh, so I have to shit. Make, I have to go back to Bavaria for my sister's uh, birthday. We are Don't cutting... Yeah, well, we're cutting human slave for the, and making sausage. Goodbye for oh, now. Nice. Klaus, what the... <laughs> he overstays his welcome, man. He's creepy. He's he's something else, man. Golly. He is he is something else. That's amazing. Though. Yeah. Um, Fucking UFOs. He's going to put holes in the back. And, like, you know, in uh, America, there's, like, the CIA. In Germany, they have the BND. And, like, so he has this fancy lockpick device. He breaks in my shitty apartment all the time. Like, I find, like, a bald eagle decapitated head in my... Oh. You know what I mean? He, like, tortures me. Like, Rude. It's, it's really uh, an issue. Um, anyway, speaking of my crappy apartment, mm-hmm. I told you the other day I got arrested. Yeah, you did. Yeah, so, I mean, I made a whole podcast about this previously, but um, basically my roommate was trying to get drugs, and I locked him outside i went like this i locked him outside the door and he's like you put your hands on me i was like he's like i call the cops i'm like call the fucking cops well anyway he did and he fucking ruined my life for five months because he called the cops i had aggravated assault charge because <laughs> they they were like did you what did you do i was like i locked him outside he's trying to do a drug deal and they're like you put your hands on him i was like what i'm yeah. like did you hear what i said though i'm trying i'm like put your they're like did you strike him i go no they go did you did he punch you? I should have said yes. I said no, the truth. And they go, what did you do? I was like, he was standing out the door. I locked him outside, closed the door in his face to warn the guy who was going to give him a ride not to. And then they're like, well, you initiated violence. Oh, really, dude? Initiated violence. Like, I was living with a meth head for a year. I was getting a little, like, I would treat him slightly different than I would treat a pastor in a church or something. The way you know? that y'all dealt with that situation uh, is compared to how somebody like me would deal with that situation oh totally different de-escalator you're more of a de-escalator a de-escalator as soon as you find the dumb shit it's like nah nigga, you gotta go <laughs> like, i yeah, said he, that yeah you know but then he, he continued to go to, yeah. to 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 be this drug addict inside the house and he like, went to oh, rehab twice in the year what? so he went in november he came back to he that? came out i go you gotta go to sober living he's like no no it's okay <laughs> And I found like a shoebox full of needles. He was like, uh, he would yeah. like jab himself, throw a needle in a shoebox. But I didn't mind when he was on heroin the first, I don't know, seven months because like his mom That's would keep. too long, yo. He would keep paying That's the too long. He to kept say paying the rent the and he was sleepy all the time. What the to fuck say do I care? heroin's in the house? <laughs> You're we sleepy can't. all the time and the rent's paid? I don't give a fuck. Seven the meth months. was different. Oh. The meth was different. Yeah, that's when things start coming up missing, I'm assuming. He would like knock on. He was like, he just. Uh, I started keeping all my expensive stuff in my room, but he would like knock on my door late at night and be like, "Who's in there with you?" I'm like, "You just woke me up. I'm sleeping." Is he paying? Is he still paying rent on heroin? Uh, no, he's in West Palm Beach yeah. rehab. No, 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 no. no I'm no, sure no. he's gonna recover when, this time. When, when he was, 
when he was there. Seven months with you. He just with- didn't pay the last month rent wow. because he was a victim because I put my hands on him. That's something. Uh, One time. It's good that he can still pay rent on heroin. So a neighbor let him borrow the car. So he like was borrowing this car. And then I came home from the boxing gym and they were like, well, uh, you know, these three dudes were like, where's the car? Where's the car? They have the phone up to uh, 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 up to me of the owner of the car asking. I'm like, I haven't seen him since this morning, you know? Ah. And there were like three like Hispanic dudes. I, later I realized that they were like the suppliers of the meth and he would like middleman for them, right? <laughs> so like somebody else's car dude so he's like stole (laughs) someone's car and he's like i didn't steal it he gave me permission but then my phone died that is stealing a car when you're not answering someone's phone someone's like where's the car it was supposed to be back at noon you took it at nine and it's two and you're not picking up your phone you have stolen someone's car so then first of all he told the neighbor two details he said number one i fake that i'm asleep i play i play a recording of myself snoring at night and I and I gallivant around the city of Austin without him. What the fuck? That's I what I do. That's what I do. I play a recording of myself snoring, but I'm really gallivanting without him, leaving him uh, abandoned. And number two, he goes, yeah, well, when those guys came to the house, those Hispanic guys, Eric's German, so he's like really racist. <laughs> so that's what that was all about. You stole a guy's <laughs> car, and then it's Eric is racist. He's fucking out Ferris Bueller and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you get caught, Eric's a racist because he's German. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you stole someone's car. You're doing meth deals with these people. And I say three Hispanics came to the door. He didn't So I don't know who those guys were. Mm. He goes, you're racist. It's like, what? So, like, everything that he was Trickle totally works. fucking up with. He would just twist it in the craziest way that it was really, I'm the psycho, I'm the whatever. Hmm. Um, anyway, don't don't have roommates on drugs. It no. does not because they no. spiral, especially not for seven months. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's a long time. Like this, and then the second time he got out of rehab, it was just like, okay, you know, I called his mom. I go get him a plane ticket, you know, I'll drive him to the airport. And she's like, I'm doing the best I can. So then she got him one for Sunday and then he lived with the neighbors and the neighbors exchange it for Friday. So they get him out of their fucking apartment early. Get the fuck out of here. And then she goes, she goes, I've said this before, but she's like, look, I don't want to hear about roommate drama between you and CJ. I go fucking roommate drama. <laughs> Mrs. Downplay. This is the second time he's had a rehab. Yeah. Banging meth in his, you know, whatever. Boom, shooting it up. What do we do? Oh, that's roommate drama. I don't want to hear about roommate that. Drama? And she was this trying to butter me up to be like man. his permanent caretaker. You like, understand what your son's doing? Like, I get enough of Hunter Biden hanging out with Clash Rob Jr. Like, I'm good with that shit. <laughs> Good with those useless drug addicts <laughs> from white privilege backgrounds. Trust me. Um, all right. Do you know this guy, Andrew Huggins? Tonight he does a special. Tonight he does a special. You know oh, about oh, that? Oh, oh, Andrew yeah, Huggins yeah, is recording his stand-up special. Yeah. I'm so happy for that guy. That's have awesome. You, have you met that guy before? I have. That guy's I've sweetie. seen him so many times. He's, he's so a funny. And man, he's it's like, that is. When did he start? He started with Bill Hicks, man. He started because he's uh, Bill Hicks started in Houston and he's just posted up here for how many years. And then he did friggin America's Got Talent and 
2016 and then blows up at the age of 75 <laughs> and then two years later or you know a couple of years later he gets a gofundme and then uh rents out a theater and fucking sells the thing out so anyway i just want to we've had some negative uh, talk on this show i would just want to say andrew huggins love that dude mm-hmm. um you know it's like we were talking the other day it's like man uh, we were doing this comedy shit for so long how are we gonna make it it's like Andrew Huggins doesn't make it until he's 76 years old. That's when he records his first special. <laughs> but he's freaking hilarious. It's uh, so scary. It's that scary. It's so scary, man. I was telling, I was, man, we was, uh, speaking of, you know, comedy, we was, we were last night, we met, met a person named Antoine. We both had an interaction with this Yeah, man. yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, I told him, I, I got like into the inter-realms of comedy with him, and, uh, this ain't this ain't for the faint of heart, you know. If you if you're ready to get into comedy and ready to actually put your life and soul into this, thing, hey, shit ain't easy. Because I go like, I go, are you a comic? He's like, that's a complicated question. I'm like, not for me. No, I'm like, what do you right. mean? Like, are you a comic? And he's like, well, I'm thinking about doing it Sunday. I was like, hello, hey, nice to meet you. Um. <laughs> but yeah, I love talking to yeah. new comics like right before their first time. Yeah, it's like when you tell them, and I think sometimes new comics are like, "Well, for, I'll do really good here. I'll do four more open mics, and then I'll just be like a showcase guy. Mm-hmm. I'll just be like and make like fifty percent of my money from that." Right, <laughs> right. That's when they, you, you you hit them with the harsh reality of it. This is because people th- think they can come in there and it's just going to be, you know, what they're seeing on the internet and what they're seeing on, oh, people, you know, making it so big, they got so many followers and shit. Just like, all right, what the followers got to do with these real motherfuckers sitting in these seats, though? And nothing at all. Like, fucking whatever you do online is not what's going to happen when you're in front of somebody real. Yeah. You know, and the emotions from each individual person in that seat. Everybody's got their own feeling. Yeah, we, online you can get you can get one type of reaction back. Ooh, everybody likes it. Everybody hates it. Nah, in the crowd, man, you get all types of reactions. You get people liking it. You get people hating it. And you get people that want to say something about it, and it's right there, bitch. You can't you can't stop that. Then what are you gonna do? You know, you get all types of feelings in that crowd, and you can feel the energy of how it goes. And <laughs> I was telling Antoine that, and he was just like, ah, uh, he started to sweat a little bit. It felt good last night, but. You know, yeah. he, he he started scratching his head. He was like, oh, God. I was like, all right, buddy. See you on stage, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck for a lifetime of fucking disappointment. <laughs> yeah. Homie Zach Knight became a paid regular at the comedy store, shot himself in the head. Cool. Cool story. Rest in peace, homie. Um, and then fucking you saw Brody Stevens the night before he yeah, killed himself. Yeah, man. I wanted to give him a hug, man. He just looked wild, fucking miserable. Dude, this shit is crazy, son. I told him he was like, man. He asked one of the questions that he asked. He's like, man, when when you do a bad, when you do bad on the stage, man, like, what do you do to like reconcile that? What do you do to make yourself feel better? Like, hate about yourself that for city, fucking five days. Situation, situation. I was like, there's nothing that you can do besides get back up on the stage and do that shit again. That's it. And then the fucking mantra starts all over again. I mean, the mind fuck, nigga. So. And like, <laughs> last night we did the 8 p.m. and the 10 p.m. Yeah. And I felt like the 8 p.m. I think we both did better maybe. And then the, the 10 p.m. They handed out kettle different. one shots. Yeah. That the 10 p.m. crowd was a little litty. Yeah. They were a little lit. They were a little rowdy. Yeah. It was weird. Their motherfuckers were telling me in the uh, in the green room. They were sitting down. They was like, hey, man, 
fucking crowd strange, man. And dude was saying, dude that was sitting next to me, he was like, yeah, man, it's like an Austin crowd. Nigga, they laughed before the punchline. I'm like, man, what the fuck is this? Nigga, I, I was not prepared. Like, I was, once again, telling the newcomer. I was like, yo, man, it's weird when you say some shit and you got some shit prepared and it's like motherfuckers should laugh at this point and then they laugh at a point before they're supposed to laugh and it's like, man, all right, you guess you got to keep it there, but it's it's not what you want them to laugh at, but that's what it is. It's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, you would try yeah. to get like a roll going of the situation, but I would also find that like in the transitions where I finish a joke, I start another one, they're like, where's this going? And then they get catch on. So it was like, right. you always had to like win them over, over and over again with each uh new bit um but yeah i think they just they, the second show was sponsored by kettle one so mm -hmm. this kettle one vodka guy comes through gives everyone in the audience a shot yeah, they everyone. already had freaking drinks in oh, their hands so many people in the audience to the second set yeah uh the second uh sets man yeah it was, was packed out and then nice. you got a, you got a little Rochambeau. You got bamboozled because you uh, traded your you keep with this fucking bamboozle. <laughs> you, you played three car Monty for your spot. You lost. So it was like, it was well, I three car Monty. I, Cornelius was I gave you a guest spot on the first show. So you should trade me your spot for the second show. It wasn't that you should trade me. He was like, would you mind? And I just jumped in because I understood what he was about to ask for. And I was like, let me be a good guy and let, let's make this favor happen. So cool. But then I realized because then you came with the sending fucking secret messages and shit. Look, uh, motherfucker, you're on you're the poster, on the fucking flyer. It you're on the poster. Not, Don't trade out. Motherfucker, I wouldn't have been on the poster if you wouldn't have said shit. So the only reason, and then if it would have been a big deal, you even though you coming from Austin, since I was on the poster, you split your fucking ten to five, and I was like, no, like let just. Let just be. Let this be. We and weren't then, guest spots on the first show. We were booked on the first show by mm -hmm. the Booker. So and then like, still he didn't also, do us a favor. We were booked also, on the Friday and the Saturday. But also, that five was more appreciative than that ten because that ten would have been disgusting. Because the way that five went, I had to do some shit to where I wasn't. I, I ain't been on stage doing comedy in a minute. So that hot crowd was. Uh, no, everything was fine. But just what I had to do mentally in my head to to get through that and make me feel better, even though it did go well, and everybody was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." You great. had a great set. I know, but to say you didn't get the lazy it, eye joke it, out. And that too, but it would have never came if I would have did ten minutes because everything else in my head from what was going on, I was just like, "Ah, fuck!" Like the way I started to where it was gonna be, I was like, "God damn it," you know. So. That whole mental game out there. And if I stare somebody in the eye for too long, that fucks me. It's like I captured their soul. And it's like, oh, I feel I feel what you felt like before you came here. <laughs> now I have your energy. And it's like, oh, I got to fix it. And, you know, so I, I try to fixate my eye on somebody that's having a good time. It's weird Don't out there. Don't be checking on the reaction the whole time. Yeah, be you. Do your shit. It's so crazy because that area right there, since they changed the, since they changed the, uh, the room. Yeah, they, they, they can be like... Right there on the stage, yeah. and when they're having a good time, they fucking they bang on the stage. Man, it's uh, it's love, and it's what I they miss. They were drunk. It's what I miss from fucking you know doing comedy. But but lately, uh, it's been poetry. It's been my yeah, comedy yeah. poetry, which has been fucking a rave everywhere, and I've been I've been having fun doing that. So that's why I don't get as nervous doing the comedy but when i weren't work on new shit and i don't know how this new shit's gonna come out and this is supposed to be a hot crowd you know i can't i don't want to fuck up so 
Boom, let me go ahead and mash these shit, mash, mash all this shit together, and then give them my good shit, boom, towards the end, where it's like, what just happened? And you know, I mean, you close strong, dude. When you mm-hmm. that uh, Happy Meal joke, when you get the crayons at the end, I don't want to ruin it, but that fucking, <laughs> that punchline destroys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, the crayons part of it destroys <laughs> so hard every time. And then you know, and then we were talking in the car, and then we're at home. You're like, man, I do this, like I did this for the uh, 8 p.m. and the 10 p.m. And like, I gotta like mo- get this off my desk and like g- go to some other stuff I'm trying to work on. But like, we're it's like it crushed every time so mm-hmm. it's like man it's like do i want to have a great set and feel right. good or do i want to cry in the bathroom with ice cream after this show right. and that kid was like asking you earlier like what do you do if you bomb it's like i don't like doing that, that dude. <laughs> like that that feels horrible I know. i've had that feeling so many times. i try to prevent the fuck out of that no you don't no, no it's like sometimes your day is like oh. you get cheated on and yeah. then you go bomb Oh, that is not. And that's your week. Yeah, yeah. And And you you think that the next day is going to be comparable. Like, you're going to be able to be happy and and cheerful and do some bullshit. You know, work eight hours in the sun and not go off on nobody. No, no. You're thinking about that entire crowd being like, nigga, this shit was terrible. Uh, Yeah, and then the (laughs) landlord the next day is like, the rent's still due. (laughs) I don't care. Oh, you're crying? Okay. That means oh, the rent's still there. Bad do. night? Oh, 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 boo fucking who? Pay the rent, stupid. Yeah, motherfucker, pay it or you won't have a home. So, uh-huh. yeah. you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't care about how your fucking night went. All right, you are evicted now. Goodbye. <laughs> Klaus, I said get out of here. Um, but, yeah, it's like, ugh. Like even yeah. after you send a letter to your ex, like trying to like, <laughs> right, make her feel yeah. like a hypocrite, none of that white supremacist. Still <laughs> then you gotta life pay your bills. Happens. So boy, you better write. Fuck you better man. write your ass off. And your writing has become. Oh, I've I've always enjoyed your writing. Oh, I've thanks, always, man. I've, man, every time like I was like, man, because I I understand because I did that. That's what fucked me up yesterday. I came out a little hot. And and I, I understand because sometimes, sometimes you purposely come out hot. <laughs> you purposely come out with something so heavy, and it's like, no, no. Dude, you crushed. <laughs> you went before me on the Friday 8 p.m. show, and your energy was so high. And I know that my first joke was like <laughs> a real slow roll, and I was like, fuck. And then the Cornelius, the host, is like, and oh, we're gonna keep so that dry. energy going. We're gonna keep it real high energy. I was like, but nope. he's not high energy though. Like he says this, and he's like, all right now. That was great, you guys. And, you know, we're just going to keep this energy going. So put y'all hands together for Eric. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what the? Son, bring it up, man. You too big to be so monotone on this stage like this. Yeah, he's got like the metabolism of like a hibernating (laughs) bullfrog. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I heard. Great he guy. He gave out so much weed, and he was so he was high. a nice guy. He yeah, was a nice guy. He's good. But when he's we came in the guy. green room, I was like, "Is there a list? Is there?" A, and he's like, "Like, have a sleep. Like, slow, slow down. Yeah. Slow your <laughs> Calm down." I was like, "How much time? When am I going up? How much happening? time do I have?" 
calm down. But okay, dude. Bombarded. And then I was like, do you want a piece of paper so we know what the list is? He's like, I'm not doing all that. It's Eric like, is, what? is more professional when it comes to being comedy in the green room. If, motherfucker, if you're going to have a green room, you're going to put this shit there. But it was the early show. The the late show was more more Yeah, pristine, yeah. There was more a, bop, 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 there was a list that came out. This is how we going to do this. But like mentally, like before the person oh, before. I missed that. I, the person before me, when they go, I'm kind of like watching. I'm seeing how they're doing. Then I look over mm -hmm. my jokes and like mm -hmm. I need like a five minute before. I can do it. I can do whatever. I need like five minutes before. Like, hey, you're up in five. Yeah. But if it's like you're just gonna point to me whenever and go mm -hmm. uh, get up there, yeah. it's like, dude, like, can I have like three minutes or five minutes? Definitely, definitely wasn't. Heads up. He he had the, he had the, the first guy. The order was just like, all right, all right, I'm going to just, you know, whenever he's ready for you to go up. And I was like, is he going to tell you? And he's <laughs> like, I think I'm going on now. I'm like, shit, it's starting. I'm like, fuck, all right. All right, breathe. Uh, who's going next? And then he came in. Oh, all right, you go yeah, next. Know, dude. I'm like, yo, yo, man, you ain't going to put this list together. All if you're not I, putting I, a list together, just up front go, it's going to go you, you, no meeting, you, you, no you. I like 10, it. 10, 10, 10, 5. Okay, now like we know what the game meeting. plan is. Yeah, like a game plan so I ain't got to be too unprepared because then I'm working on my nerves and I'm also working yeah. on my bits. So, like, give me... Ah, oh, trying to time your uh, shit. Just give me some, give me some heads up. No, don't just give me a finger and be like, "You next." It's like, <laughs> no. What Man, I, I did an audition. Immediately, I got a piss now. I did an audition at the Creek in the Cave, and there was a bucket pull, and so <sighs> like they called my name, and I was kind of close to it, and I was kind of looking at my notes, but it was like that, you know. I had to gather myself, run up there, and then um. The next guy was standing at the door as I was leaving the door for the stage. And I go, did you know you were next? He goes, yeah. I go, that's a huge advantage. Wow. Just like he's like, yeah. I'm like, how did you know you were next in the bucket pool? You know what I'm saying? So I think it was a bucket, but like a mixed bucket. It's With, such like, an advantage like when you know when you're next. Up and then fucking yeah, yeah. But maybe he was he was kind of hanging around the L.A. They did something like that, but then they they would usually call whoever's on deck. They would pull. Yeah, say, yeah, yeah. Who's on deck and then pull again. Say this person. Yeah, right, they, right. They would they would lay him out. Yeah, I, 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 and yeah. That, that's a, a, a okay way to do it. But at least I you have still, a three minute warning. I I fucking couldn't stand that. Like like potlucks. Fucking, I gotta come pay five dollars to maybe get up. Yeah, like, patch that. Like, I don't want to have to pay for my time. Like you, this is, like this is my this is my precious right here. Like yeah. motherfucker, and I'm paying for you to get this. Yeah. And then L. A. was fucking synonymous for fucking stealing. Like I was like, I'm out of here, yo. Like I'm glad I I like the universe told me that I had to leave. Like it got. To the point to where shit got real bad. While I'm in Texas now, the whole story of why that happened, my car broke down. My car broke down like two weeks, a day before I got fired. Nigga, I got fired on a Thursday. Nigga, my car broke down on a Monday. Nigga, they knew my car broke down. And they gave me the money. The people that I was working for, they gave me the money to go ahead and buy a fucking junker car. Bought that junker car, nigga. That motherfucker had a crackhead on that month. I probably should have maybe did a little something. You a crackhead was in the back yeah, seat. Uh, a crack. <laughs> it had a crack gasket. It had oh, okay. a crack head gasket on it. So it, it was supposed head, to be four cylinders. It was gasket. supposed to be four cylinder stick yeah, shit. Yeah, only yeah. three of them worked. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, I'm trying to get all over, do shit and do spots and still, still work, still pay rent, you know, still be able to fucking live and shit. 
And they knew this was happening. As soon as my car broke, and as soon as they fired me, they was like, all right, you still owe us the rest of this money. So this check that we're going to give you is going to be $100, my nigga. All right, holla. And I was like, what? And oh, and you're fired. And I'm fired. No more job, nigga. My fucking, my roommate, they like, hey, man, what we going to do next month, man? I'm like, yo, I don't know what the fuck, man. I got to go. Nigga, pack my shit and dipped out that motherfucker. I was like, I can't. I can't do it. I went and got. I went and hollered at a homie to go ahead and you know fucking help him with my shit. <laughs> and then he came and brought his truck and then watched me as I fucking put it all in his truck. I was like, "You ain't go grab a bag, my nigga. Nothing. I right, whatever. Thanks though. You let me hold my shit in this place, but that was it. When I went to go, when I went to come and get it, nigga, he was moving out that day. I was like, motherfucker, you wasn't gonna tell me that you was moving. What you was gonna do with my shit? He was like, "Oh man, I'm glad you called. You glad I called?" <laughs> Nigga, this is my life in your garage, son. <sighs> I had to get out of there. I had to get out of there. Texas has been more, more, more of a home. And you know, as soon as I left, nigga, then the pandemic hit, and so I was like, "Ooh, nigga, universe is like, you have to go. You have to leave here." People would see yeah. me and be like, "How you don't, you don't look well." I was like, "I don't feel well out here. It feels weird. Like it's beautiful outside, but the people are terrible." So I'm like, "You know, I don't. It, it, it's not." I thought that was the place that I needed to be because I thought that was Mecca. You know, it's fucking Hollywood, New York. That's the place to go. Yeah. yeah. Nah. I think I would always tell tell you that. I'm like, I think people only go national in L.A. and New York. When I, remember when we were yeah. sitting down? And I don't think that's true anymore. Yeah. I think yeah, those yeah. cities are kind of dying. I think, yeah. you know, you can you can be in Nashville, Tennessee, if you got a really good, like, if you're making moves on social media and you treat everybody well, like, mm-hmm. maybe you can make something happen. I don't it's, know. It's just like you got to find a new formula now because so many people are trying to be comedians and so many people are slipping under the crack but not good. So it's like that's also killing the game, but it's just like how the fuck, like what is the right combination to because get to where we need to go? Because clubs can't always like every weekend afford flying in headliners to fill up their room. So then they start to realize that the asset they have is the local comics. And if they kind of pour a little water, fertilize the local comics without them going crazy, right. then uh, they can, you know, just <laughs> drive in. And give him like gas money Sitting in, in the, the green room. You know? I heard that the Houston Improv doesn't do doesn't hire local comics. There may be like one or two, yeah, or something like that. But other than that, it's always uh, people from out of town and shit. And it's like, well, what the? There's a, probably a way to work that. I don't know. I'm not going to say that until I personally discover yeah. that. That you know, who knows? That's just what I'm hearing. But, but it is I a national chain. So like, if you're in with the Houston Improv, there's a Tampa Improv, there's a DC Improv, there's a fucking you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can there's like a circuit that's built with them. But again, you got to sell tickets for them to fly you around. So if you're not at the level where you can sell tickets and headline, then then they don't then you're invisible, I guess. Yeah, I got it. You know, it's it's <sighs> this game is is it's fucking wicked, man. And I, I it, mentally this fucks with you. And you, yeah, you can. Yeah, I I definitely it's more more suicide cases happening now, and I I it's. It's crazy because you definitely vibe with that and understand why the shit's happening. And these comics, like a true comic out here, man, we we are something else. Like their mind is like I talk to friends, and most of them are like, "Yo, man, I, I probably need to like get checked into something. <laughs> like I I need to talk to somebody." Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, man, you good? You are, you are. Hey, I'm here, son. You know, and this is this mental game is f- fucking bonkers. Yeah. 
Because, like, also, uh, you know, you play big shows with, uh, you know, I, I'm lucky to play some big shows with some national headliners. And then it's like back to the fucking open mics. Mm. And then it's like, you, you, I was like, wait, what is that? So then you get yeah. disillusioned. Like, wait, I could play this show that's like crazy packed. And then I'm back to like the meat grinder with everybody the real, else. But, now, but then I was, at, the um, I was in the Hollywood Hotel basement um, in Los Angeles. And fucking Maria Bamford came in like two days after Netflix special dropped mm. to like work on three minutes. Mm. And it's like, oh. Okay, that's just being a fucking real motherfucker. Yeah. You know, Maria Bamford walks in. She's like got multiple like nationals, um, you know, specials out there. And like she's working on her f- next four. She want, has a bit in her head that she's got to. Yeah. So she dips in it on a Tuesday doing an open mic. She Why not? You know, amazing. she's great. So it's like that work ethic. It's like then that kind of grounds you. But then the pandemics. Imagine like if you just like put out your first special it goes wherever to whatever digital streaming platform mm. you get like a chunk of money you put a down payment on the on a house pandemic like you know mm. you can't assume that like this thing's always going to lead to the next thing to the next right. thing to the next thing like empires rise and fall you know yeah, yeah. only the catholic church has st- stayed through <laughs> kiddly fiddling for hundreds of years kiddly fiddling <laughs> <laughs> That's a strong. You can't meet to uh, the Catholic Church, man. Sustain. Yeah, just go diddle a kid, man. You'll be good in life. It's yeah, like... drink his blood and give it to those lizards. <laughs> That's called the economy. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, wild. All right, how we doing? Oh man, we blew through an hour. <laughs> um, any plugs? Maniacal menace. Yes, sir. Oh, and you got uh, a podcast. Yeah. Tell man, me a joke. Tell me a joke. Uh, the Guideline of Chasing the Dream. You can find that on Spotify, YouTube, or any streaming sites, uh, possibly. And uh, you can find me at, at uh, The Maniacal Menace on Instagram or maniacalmenace.com. Uh, Maniacal Menace Comedy on YouTube. So, you know, uh, all over. Go subscribe, listen, share. Tell somebody to tell somebody, man. That's what gets me to these dances. Uh, go to ericollerbach.com at Klaus Schwab Jr.'s Instagram um, is a sponsor of ericollerbach.com uh, it's more of an abusive friendship to be honest um, go to ACBD Remedy that's acbdremedy.com use promo code Eric for 20% off your cannabis oil I like the pain and inflammation stuff because it makes me a little dropper at night it's good for sleepy sleepies for your dreamy dreams um, Highway Diary with Kyle Smith, episode three, five, three in the books. One of my best friends in the world. Yeah. Love you, brother. Thanks Love for letting you, me stay on your couch for these Hell fucking yeah. shows in Houston, dude. Thanks for getting me on. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Don't be getting Rochambeau. Don't be trading your spots. No, like no, no. We learned that in three card Monty, man. <laughs> we were on the first show and then he uses that anyway. Uh, okay, fucker. <laughs> Rochambeau. You got bamboozle. There's no bamboozle. <laughs> Later, motherfucker. <laughs>